It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is a Monday here in the wonderful month of November. We're coming up on Thanksgiving here. I think it's next week. Can't wait for some turkey. We're going to talk some Reds baseball today. Hope you're ready for that. We're not talking about that other professional sports franchise that's in Cincinnati. And you can check out the Locked On Bengals podcast for that. We've got positive vibes over here, man. We're talking about the Cincinnati Reds. We're talking about a team that's ready to go for it starting this year and i've actually found i've seen some really positive quotes surrounding that idea coming from our front office and they stem from an article in the st louis post dispatch written by Derek gould i'm gonna get to that here in a moment also later on today in red's history and checking in on some hot stove rumors but before we get to all of that Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. Best way to get it each and every day, whether it be through iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the Himalaya Podcasting app, wherever you get your podcast, hit that subscribe button. Also, check it, check me out on Twitter, at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And also save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. So Derek Gould, and actually shout out to Dave Pemberton. He shared this article with me, a very good article. If you haven't checked it out, just uh, Google the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and look up Derek Gould or something of that nature. You can find the article online on their website but there were a lot of awesome quotes and he interviewed both dick williams and nick crawl at the general manager meetings in scottsdale and he got some good quotes first the best one and i mean and not well there's a lot of good ones here but it starts off the article with a quote in the second graph by dick williams <laughs> dick williams said he said i'm waiting He said, I'm waiting for everybody in the division to announce their rebuilds so that we can have a year. That's great. I love it. He's confident. He surveys the land. He sees that the Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, and Brewers are all on the downturn. And the Reds are on the uptick. In fact, pretty much most of I mean, if you read this article by Derek Gould, it almost looks like a puff piece. Almost looks like a puff piece by a beat reporter for the Cardinals. A puff piece about the Reds. He's talking about how the pitching really came around in 2019. Duh, we all saw that. That was pretty awesome to witness. And how they just doubled down on that by trading for Trevor Bauer. How they brought in Kyle Bodie. And they really solidified the way that their pitching philosophy is going to look over the next so many different years. 
And it almost sounds, if you read it, it almost sounds like they're a little jealous. Like, like Derek Gould is like, man, the Reds, the Reds really have something here. And I admire the fact that he's coming from that point of view. I'm also really excited that we've got a writer who isn't ingrained into the Cincinnati Reds every single day. He's not a beat reporter who's constantly talking to them and following them. He's coming at it from a fresh perspective, and his perspective is things are looking good for our red legs. There's a couple other quotes in here that I like. There's one from Nick Crawl that if I didn't tell you that Nick Crawl said this, you would have thought that this was me talking or this was Chad Dotson over at Red Leg Nation Radio talking or this was Stephen Offenbaker at the Reds Alert podcast talking or Coop over at the, or, you know, all the guys over there on the awesome Hunt for Reds October podcast. All of us have been saying these things, but no, this is Nick Crawl coming out and saying these things i love this quote man he says i hate the word competitive crawl said i hate the word competitive because it means you play just good enough to lose the goal is to win that's what you want to do when you see that that's your goal and it's not just to build a team for now it's to build a sustainable winning organization and that's our goal now i get it You know, you can definitely sit there and say, well, my goodness, why on earth are they just now saying these things? Why are we just now talking about this? It's been years of this quote-unquote rebuild that has obviously failed. And now we're just now coming up with this whole philosophy that we need to be a sustainably winning organization? But you know what? The past is the past. We can't change the past. And you can be mad about it. Sure, whatever. You can be frustrated. But if you are still frustrated about what the Reds did the last six years, and you're going to let that influence the way that you feel about the Reds coming into this season, I really wonder how long you hold a grudge, man. All we've heard since, or really even toward the end of the season till now, not necessarily it took until the offseason to start saying these things, but for the last year, we, we have heard some really good stuff out of this front office. I mean, heck, you can go back to when they said, we're going to get the pitching. They got the pitching. Now they're talking about we got to revamp the hitting. And, and Dick Williams doubled down on that. He, he you know, he said... I think there's a chance to be a really impactful club, Williams said, clearly not joking, as Derek Gould wrote in the article. Pitching-wise, it was just so different from the way we had lived through the previous two or three years. To be able to go out every night and feel like you had a chance, that was such a difference. Really helps your team a lot, helps all of it. And here's the, here's the key part. Dick Williams understands this, and Derek Gould you know, conveys this through this quote. If we could have put, and this is Dick Williams talking, if we could have put some more runs on the board early in some games, I think it could have changed the whole trajectory. Ha! Yeah, it would. Wait, we're not talking about a uh, losing team. When it comes to this team and, and the pitching staff that they had this season, oh, we all know how good they were. You, you can go look at the stats. I'm not going to run them off for you. I mean, they're really awesome. I could run them off for you. But we all know how awesome they are. The pitching was amazing. 
But every time the Reds came up to hit, nothing happened. Okay, sometimes stuff happened. There was a couple of games where things happened. But for the most part, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And even worse, sometimes there'd be runners on base. The bases would be loaded. There'd be everyone on base. But they wouldn't come around to score. Got to change that this year. Dick Williams understands that. There was even an article in the Enquirer written by Bobby Nightingale where Dick Williams said that, you know, he feels optimistic about a turnaround for Joey Votto next year. He loves what they have in Suarez. He thinks Aristides Aquino can continue all that stuff. But he added on to that. Last couple of years, whenever you hear Reds officials talk about guys getting better, it ends with, well, you know, they're going to get better. We're going to be okay. Uh, Dick Williams added on to that. He said they're going to get better, but we still need more. And there's another quote, and I'm piecing all this kind of together because it all fits together in my mind, but just bear with me. There's another quote in the Derek Gould article in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch from Dick Williams. He's talking about getting the hitting. He said, it's all about creating more breathing room for our pitchers. That's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. I mean, let's face it. As good of a pitcher as you are, as good at pitching as Luis Castillo is, as great at pitching as Sonny Gray is, as awesome as pitching as Trevor Bauer is, as phenomenal a pitcher as Anthony DiSclefani is, they'd much rather have a three-run lead than a one-run lead. (laughs) I mean, you you ask any pitcher in the history of baseball, they'd rather have a three-run lead than a one-run lead. Go back to Satchel Page. I'm pretty sure he'd rather have like a 10-run lead. You pitch so much more comfortably when you've got a bigger cushion. And that is what the lineup is. We, we don't need the lineup to score a billion runs. Dick Williams, and, and, and hear me out on this because I'm not telling you that they're going to go get a mid-level offense on this, but Dick Williams understands they don't have to have a lineup that competes with the Yankees in some kind of home run derby. They need a lineup that complements this pitching staff and really puts together just enough runs so that the pitching staff feels comfortable enough to keep the other lineup at bay. Not asking them to pitch a shutout every time they tow the rubber. Because if you could do that, then, well, you're winning the World Series, but nobody can do that because that's impossible. Go 162 games without giving up a run. So you got to score more than one. And that was something that was hard for the 2019 Reds. Dick Williams and Nick Crawl don't want it to be a challenge in 2020. That's what they're looking for. We're going to talk about that here in just a moment as far as some rumor mill things going on with different player names and such. Also today in Reds history coming up for you in just a moment. Real quick, though, have you checked out the offer that we have with Blue Chew? Go to BlueChew.com, and if it's your first time, enter promo code MLB to get a free order. You just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew has the same active ingredient as Viagra or Cialis, so it's going to help you perform better in the bedroom, and it's going to help you please your partner more. With that same active ingredient, though, it comes in a chewable form, so it works when you need it to because it's fast. Chew it and do it with Blue Chew. And the awesome thing is you go to the website, enter the program code MLB for your first free order. You also answer a questionnaire 
from their online pharmacist. And then after that process is over, it gets shipped to you in a nice discreet package. There is no awkward in-office doctor visit. You're not waiting in line at the pharmacy or in the drive-thru at the pharmacy, whatever have you. You don't have somebody handing you a box of pills and giving you that side eye because you just want a performance boost. No, it gets sent to your door via bluechew.com. And through this introductory offer, you can get your first order free. Just enter promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Reds podcast. New game day shirt? Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom. Cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. got a couple of things to get to today on the hot stove report looking at when well, I guess I can't really call it hot stove report but the segment where we talk about the hot stove and major league baseball and the offseason all that good stuff there are some things going on there was a post over at red reporter it was their Sunday links post on the red reporter website and they were talking about Wick Terrell our good buddy for the podcast was talking about the Reds' interest in Nicholas Castellanos. And he was talking about, you know, obviously, offensively, he would be an upgrade wherever they end up putting him in the field. But the question is, where do you put him in the field? Because defensively, he is a liability. He's not necessarily a guy that you look at, and if the ball's going to him, you're thinking, oh boy, this could be interesting. That That's, that's kind of where Nicholas Castellanos is with the glove. So that brings up the question. And this is a question that, at least for myself, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, Shin Su Chu played center field. I mean, it's easy. We point this out all the time. But Shin Su Chu played center field. Shin Su Chu is not a gold glove center fielder. He's not even a good center fielder. He's probably not even an average defensive center fielder but offensively he completely outweighed all of those concerns none of us look back on the time of Shinsu Chu playing center field and think of an error we think of the amazing things he did hitting from the leadoff spot now I'm not saying Nicholas Cassianos is a leadoff hitter he'd be more toward the middle of the lineup but at the same token I think his offense outweighs the defensive problems is the moment you've all been waiting for the Lockdown Reds Twitter poll of the day. Which leads me to ask you, does that matter to you? It's going to be a Twitter poll that I have up at Lockdown Reds. Does a player's defensive liability, and actually we're just going to make this nice and easy, plain and simple. Do you sign Nicholas Castellanos? Yes, because his offense is all I'm worried about, or no, his defense concerns me and there are better options. 
So that's the Twitter poll. Do you sign Nicholas Castellanos? Option one, yes, because his offense is all I care about. Or B, no, because his defense concerns me and there are better options out there. That's up at Locked On Reds. Go check that out. Weigh in on the poll and I'll update the poll tomorrow on the show. A couple more things I want to get to really quickly. There was a report on MLBTradeRumors.com that Dick Williams isn't necessarily concerned, and the, the Reds' front office as a whole is not concerned about the qualifying offer thing. They're, they're not, it's not going to make them gun-shy. They're not going to talk to a player and think, well, he's got that qualifying offer on him. I don't know if we want to sign him because of that. No, the Reds aren't worried about that. And actually, they, they even mentioned that Probably a quarter of the teams in Major League Baseball are interested in Marcelo Zuna right now since he officially declined his qualifying offer, which leads them to believe that it's not necessarily singled out for the Reds to be gun-shy or, you know, not worried. Um, What am I trying to say here? Whatever, the Reds aren't the only team that's uh, disregarding the qualifying offer thing. And and Dick Williams even had a quote on there. He's just like, it's not something that we're going to look at and worry about trade, you know, draft compensation and all this other stuff. So I'm glad of that. I I like the fact that they're not super, it's not going to hamper their negotiating power because they're worried about giving up their third best draft pick for a player that could vastly improve the offense now and for possibly the next couple of years. So that's a good thing. And then lastly, something that I noticed, and it surprised me a little bit, but I guess not a ton, because we all like this guy. We all, uh, I think highly of him. You think highly of him. We all like Tucker Barnhart. He's a nice dude, really cool to have on the team, great in the community, good defensive catcher. Not so great offensively, but hey, you know, maybe he improves. There are reported interests because not only is it widely known amongst Reds country that the Reds are really high on Yasmani Grandal and they're trying their best to sign him, that's well known throughout the league. In fact, there are Yankees websites that are talking about Tucker Barnhart could be a interesting trade target for them at catcher which is interesting because not that I know a ton about Gary Sanchez, but I know they got Gary Sanchez. So I don't know. Maybe they're thinking that defensively he's not their answer catcher, but the Yankees would be interested possibly in trading for Tucker Barnhart for their backstop. And then there was something else as well. The Rockies, at least the fan sided blog for the Rockies mentioned that he could be a trade target for Colorado to shore up their backstop position. So if the Reds get Yasmani Grandal, Tucker Barnhart could be a popular trade chip after all. And he may be a target for a couple of teams. So that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But something that really piqued my interest there. It's time to take a walk around the diamond of the past. It's time for Today in Reds History. The 
little bit of a different one today. We're going back 11 years, and we're talking about the kid. We're talking about, I mean, he's my favorite player growing up. I still don't know that I've found another player that I can say I like more than I've ever liked Ken Griffey Jr. But we're talking about Ken Griffey Jr. today. On this day, back in 2008, Ken Griffey Jr. was named American Public Diplomacy Envoy. And his whole job, just as my high-level overview, you know, understanding of going back and reading this, because I don't necessarily remember this. I was graduating high school, or actually 2008. I was beginning college back then, so I wasn't necessarily keeping up with the day-to-day on all the news back then. But, um, you know, on today's day back in 2008, Griffey got political in a good way. I mean, he, he was going to different countries such as Panama and things like that to spread the good word of the American culture. And baseball. I, I don't know that Panama didn't know about baseball before him, but I guess, you know, he, he was trying to make baseball look even more awesome. And who, who better to do that? We're talking about the sweetest swing in all of baseball ever. I defy anybody to tell me that there was a better swing in baseball than Ken Griffey Jr. Then, now, or forever. He had the best swing that there ever was. So... I mean, he followed Cal Ripken's footsteps as far as spreading the knowledge of baseball throughout the cosmos. And that was a pretty awesome thing to see that, you know, at the time he was appointed by Condoleezza Rice. And just the fact that they recognized that and they wanted to spread baseball around. I mean, whatever. That's... I'm not going to get political about all this stuff, but I think it's pretty cool. I thought it was a nice little thing talking about Ken Griffey Jr. today. Any reason to inject Ken Griffey Jr. into the Locked On Reds podcast, that's a good episode. So hopefully you agree. Anyway, that's going to do it for the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Tomorrow's show, I'm going to dive deep. I, I saw this awesome study looking at strikeouts and stuff to do with shifts and different things like that. I'm going to see how the Reds fit into all of that because there were some interesting numbers out there. We're going to expound on that more on tomorrow's episode. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you're subscribed on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone, 513-549-0159. Call, text, whatever you can. Uh, if you got questions, comments, if you think you know somebody with a sweeter swing than King Griffey Jr., I uh, welcome you to call in and let me know. If you want to weigh in on the poll by texting or calling, you can do that as well. Remember, the poll question was signing Nick- Nicholas Castellanos, yes because all I care about is his hitting or no, his defense concerns me and there are better options. Looking forward to your answers on that. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.